The boys actually, when we sat down in 2021, came up with a jingle for their number because jingles make everything easier. Oh, four, triple eight, four, six, nine, double eight. Oh, four, double eight. You're shaking your head at me. Yeah, you got it wrong. Triple eight. Oh, oh, four, triple eight, four, two, five, double eight. That is so long. <laughs> is it really? They say that you have to see or hear something seven times before you actually remember it. So you would have to. It would have been handy to know that in the interview. <laughs> Welcome back to the Humans of Agriculture podcast. This week we thought we'd mix things up a little bit with, let's call it a segment, let's call it an episode called Molly. <laughs> mix of million Ollie. shocking. <laughs> well, Mel, we were throwing around names for this and we we're talking about like, do we call it Harvest Radio? Like, do we just call it Humans of Ag Radio? I think that's probably the way it could work best is so let's just call it Humans of Agriculture Radio. I was sold on Molly, but... <laughs> 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 well, we can run it with Molly. We're sitting down here on Wadarung country and I'd like to extend my respects to the traditional custodians on the lands, wherever you're taking our podcast, right across Australia and even to a few of you who are listening overseas. G'day. We'd love to know, actually, our stats tell us where you're listening from, but we'd love to know. There's a couple of Kiwis that pop up, a few people in Ireland every now and then. There's people in the UK, so probably Australians. It's quite a thing to do in your 20s. So, Mill, I guess... The whole purpose, well, there's a couple of purposes of doing this radio type segment. One, we are coming to the end of the year, which is just flown by, which is insane. And so we thought, well, we have such amazing guests come on the podcast, but a huge part of what we do is also like to bring a bit of the fun into this as well. So we wanted to have the chance to have a few laughs as well. And the other side of it, which I think we've talked about a little bit, but maybe not hugely either, is the importance of bringing other faces and voices in and around humans of agriculture as well, beyond just mine, because people are sick of mine voice after nearly five years. We get that feedback all the time, actually. (laughs) Everyone's sick of all (laughs) this. So pretty well, this is what succession looks like. So people should take a really good look at this. (laughs) And it feels amazing. So Mill, welcome. There's no official host. We're both just hosts. We're both guests on the podcast and we can kind of take it here, there and anywhere. I think really between now and the end of the year, I'm going on holidays for a little bit. We'll do a few of these episodes. We'll bring in a few other guests. I think it would be awesome to bring back some of our favourite guests of the year. Yeah, that would be cool. You've been with us for now three and a half months. Uh, is it, I thought, four? Four, mate. Time flies when you have fun. Oh, yeah. It's just ricketing on by. <laughs> so who have been some of the guests that are stuck with you so far from 2023? So... I really enjoyed Trent Thorne, I think, and I actually hadn't listened. You'd had him on previously before going to Mount Everest, before his attempt up there, and it was, I guess, I was really interested in his mindset and approach to something that is so physically daunting, but I guess I never really took into account the mental load as well and how you have to train and time away from the family and the business, and then hearing him come back from that and he was one and done and his acceptance journey that actually he could see the top but he didn't make it all the way to the top I think that would be yeah something that I personally would really struggle with and so I found him super intriguing and just not you know yeah we've got some wonderful farmers and and grassroots people across the supply chain but I think he comes with a very different perspective so really enjoyed his chat uh, more recently, Erica Halliday. My God, she's cool. And mm. I knew she was cool. Met her a few, a few things with Angus Australia. And yeah, I knew she was going to be great, but her chat was 
really good. And I think it probably came at a time, we might touch on this a little bit later if you give me the opportunity to talk about some things. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. You're hitting your quota. Good call. <laughs> but I think her optimism um, probably came at a time when, you know, we, we as an industry probably really needed her level-headed approach to actually like we should have so much confidence in, in what we're doing. So loved her episode and I don't want to ruin things but one more. Bryce Ives, he hasn't been released yet, but that is a ripper. And hasn't, another one. hasn't been released at the point of recording, but he will be out by the time people listen to this. Oh, true. Mm. Beautiful. So tell Bryce us, what Ives. are your takeaways from Bryce? He, I would say, is a unique human being for Australian agriculture. When you picture Australian agriculture, in all honesty, you don't picture someone like Bryce, and I think that's awesome. But he is... Also similar to Erica in his sense of his optimism and energetic, but he is he brings a really different personal story to regional rural agriculture in Australia. And I think where he actually sits in his role of really energizing that next generation, he is he's the bloke for the job. He's really cool. Well, I'm picking up I know you keep saying the words agriculture, and I think this is the big thing for me. If we talk, so humans of agriculture, but realistically, it's just people. It is. And the people that we're getting on, like your Bryce's, who really, like, if you had to try and fit him into a box, which would be so hard, but he's, mm. he's probably like a professional facilitator. Yep. He's worked in universities. He's worked across a whole range of different things, but he has this amazing way of bringing out and empowering people. He's, he's worked in the arts, and I think, like, we talk about agriculture supply chains. As soon as we start doing that, I think we're already like yeah. key part of our goal is about trying to bring the broader Australian society into conversations around agriculture. And I think for us, maybe it is actually, let's just talk about the humans and yes, they're involved in agriculture. That's kind of the, what they do, but who they are is next level. And I think the thing that stuck with me from Bryce was how he talked about the, like what he took from the arts and having, and being a young I don't know. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm not even going to try. A young Oliver. I thought he was only doing that because of my name, but no. <laughs> a young Oliver in the musical and how he talked about it, like in terms of leadership in stage performances. I'd never even thought about this where it was like the adults in the productions don't come down to the level of the kid. If the kid wants that role and wants to be part of the show going forward, they need to actually rise and be at the same level as the adults. And I thought that was amazing because I think, and and I'd say even sometimes naturally, I do it when I think, oh, we get like a young up and comer or someone like that. And it's like, well, actually in their circles, in their areas, in our industry or whatever it might be, they actually actually are already established. Yeah. And he describes it so well and interesting coming from someone like him, but he said he hates the term emerging leaders and he works with technically emerging leaders, Mm. you know, all the time. That's his area, especially in connecting and facilitating. And so, yeah, interesting that he just said, no, I hate that term because you're leaders, you have something to contribute right now. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's great. I think it's very true and it's empowering. I personally think Bryce's conversation might challenge a few of our I'll say more traditional listeners, people who have maybe one look at something in one way and actually if you can look at and listen to his episode in a really open-minded way, mm-hmm. someone who questioned their sexuality, who went through these different challenges, who is so deeply ingrained and passionate about rural Australia but has done it in such a different way of the arts and drama yeah. is incredible. And now how it's kind of gone full circle and now what he can bring to other people through the Horizon Scholars, through Rural Women's Awards, through mm. Evocag, through all these other different areas, National Farmers Federation. Like he's so actually intertwined in agriculture in the places you really need someone who can get the best out of people. 
I think, yeah, it'd be interesting to see people's initial reactions to the episode because we do talk about some really interesting things around sexuality and whatnot, which yeah. is, I'll, I'll say, a, a different conversation that we don't necessarily hear in agriculture. Oh, totally agree. And when we were discussing how to introduce Bryce and Ollie, like you did a, a beautiful introduction to Bryce and you probably challenged yourself in that introduction to really talk to Bryce in a way that you might do it, you know, off camera to introduce him, but you did it to his face and really made that initial connection, you know, in a really beautiful way. But we were talking about little snippets that we can grab and share on our other social media platforms. And it was, that came into play. Like, how are people going to take this? Because he's beautifully unique. Mm, he is. He is incredible. Well, and I, and I think so off the back of this, over the next few weeks, we're going to sit down with different people. But at the moment, it's kind of, we've got a few ideas, but we would love to hear from people. I know what well, I hadn't actually thought of bringing Trent back, but maybe we bring, Trent would be the, the first person to come back three times on the podcast. Oh, I think he's so cool. Can we get him back? <laughs> maybe. I'll let I'll you ask to him a few questions. Yeah. All right. And I think, yeah, if it's guests from this year or other years, like hit us up. It's actually been when we look at it across I actually don't know how many episodes we've done this year, but we've done the Carbon series, we've done the Better Business series, we've done our weekly kind of everyday extraordinary humans in ag stories each Wednesday. So there's a a lot to pick from. Yeah. Send it in. It's definitely been the biggest year yet. (laughs) Because I came on board. Three months ago. (laughs) The other thing which we probably need to bring to the audience attention is, Millie, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. I actually did it. Yeah. Well, actually, Ollie forgot my birthday today, everyone. So No, I did not. It just took me a little bit to work through what, what the day was. Well, I forgot maybe my birthday Maybe five minutes well. in, I was like, really happy birthday. I reckon it was more like maybe 45 minutes and I was just patiently waiting. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. <laughs> no. um, happy birthday. The reason we cannot do it, and it's a podcast, have actually been really picked up on now around copyright. So we literally cannot sing happy birthday on the podcast You're, because of copyright. So I can't sing. I can, all I can say is happy birthday. And we can't hum any tunes. We can't jingle anything. Copyright's gone to the next level. We can't do anything. Oh, God. Well, I um, can't say I'm too, too disappointed <laughs> that you're not singing happy birthday to me. But I have asked and will request that your friends sing it to you at dinner tonight. <laughs> no, you definitely not invited now. <laughs> if there's a video, it will be circulated. No, guys. So, Mill, over the last few months, mm. let's try and cover off a bit of country in this episode without taking way too long. Let's chat about the community survey. It was yep. a really interesting piece of work that we did. Threw it out. 357 people responded to it. All sorts of different insights. And we were able to group it down into just a couple of probably like key themes. Yep. I think mental health, women in agriculture, um, careers in agriculture. Yeah. And then the, the big thing f- for me really stuck out was around the emotions and that connection piece yeah. that we bring. What were your kind of key takeaways or some of the things that stuck out to you as part of that? So I think there were some parts of it that were unsurprising. They probably were reassuring in the sense that we were already thinking we were going down that path, but they were unsurprising, the fact that we we know we have a, a younger demographic as our audience and we know that perhaps a lot of those people are in that, you know, early to mid-level in their career. Mm-hmm. I think what I found surprising was the presence of, females being, you know, as probably, I think it was what, 64% females. Mm -hmm. And I probably thought it was a little bit closer to 50-50 in that. But 
the other one I found really surprising is we, we always talk about careers in agriculture and obviously through everyone's stories we are highlighting a pathway and everyone has that really unique you know journey throughout their career but I probably didn't realize like some of that actual unique feedback that came in there was one respondent who said that they were studying I can't even say this word osteopathy say it again osteopathy maybe a third time osteopathy osteopathy <laughs> osteopathy that sounds better yeah osteopathy rolls off the tongue. yeah <laughs> I don't even know what that is what is that skeleton studies Osteo? Uh, yeah, a bit of a mix. Yeah, skeletons and muscles. Yeah. Work with the spine, I think. Yeah. The respondent was saying that that was the pathway that they were going they down. They completed their studies. Had they? Yeah, completed their studies and, and making a career change. And now they're going to study Bachelor of Agriculture. And I found that, like, those little anecdotes of people that you go, oh, wow, like, we're actually really enticing people into this, you know, sphere of what maybe a career in agriculture can look like, mm. uh, and there's probably a lot more movement within agriculture than what we thought as well. So they were probably my they were my surprises. Yeah, no, I think Mill for me, I think that was really interesting. But I think also like that probably doesn't surprise me in the sense of the way, and this will probably evolve the conversation a little bit. The way that we have approached creating content since the very beginning was how do we make agriculture accessible in ways that people can understand mm. through sharing the stories of the people involved in it. So people who mightn't be working in agriculture but have a background or a skill set which can be applicable in agriculture could look at it and go like, oh, my God, I could be like Tom or I could be like Sarah or whatever it might be. And I think that's what our stories have been able to do is to show people to be like, oh, that person's come from a marketing or partnerships background in a completely other industry, but actually that can apply and there's so many different roles and jobs that they could have in agriculture. And so I think that part's probably not surprising. It's awesome to see that tangible impact of that. The other part, one in five of of the people who responded was a representative sample of our community. So the 50 odd thousand, I think it was 52, 55,000 people were actually in the city not, and oh sorry, were actually not working in agriculture. And I think that's cool. I think that's a number which I'd love to see grow because I think for me, it's going, how do we create content which draws back into the everyday Australian, the 97, 98% of the population that aren't in agriculture, but could be interested in it if we talk about it, show it in ways which is relevant and interesting to them. And then I think the big one was around, and for me, it's just that connection back into the mental health side and knowing what we know, I guess this year quite significant with the Norco Mental Mental Health and Wellbeing Report that came out back in April. And the two stats, which I think really stuck out, but then where we had some really interesting feedback in through our content Mm -hmm. was one around loneliness. So 27% of Australian farmers are saying the number one factor, which is causing distress to their mental health is loneliness. And one person in, when they responded said, sometimes your voices or or the voices on the Humans of Agriculture podcast are the only other voices I'll hear during the workday. And I think that was like, it's amazing. It's, it's this impact which we never thought we'd ever have it's made things harder in the sense of like I think for me given the privilege we get of people's time and in places where they are we don't want to just throw anyone in the space I think that's something we've probably been talking about more and more over the last few months about that and and I think we're going on all sorts of tangents here (laughs) probably also flagging that not everyone we sit down and record with actually ever makes it onto the podcast yeah we've had a few like that as well and I think that comes back to 
yeah, we want to actually want to make sure that conversations we have is worthy of our audience's time. And I think I know as soon as I've recorded whether it is or not. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. And apologies to people who have who we've sat down with and recorded with who haven't made it. But I think that's part of the conversations and the, and the level that we want to have as well. The other part beyond that was. I went on a huge tangent then, was about... <laughs> you can in podcasts. <laughs> yeah, was about the mental health aspects. Mm. And it was, yeah, the startling stats, and I'm just going to check them because I need to make sure I get them right here, but that 30% of farmers have attempted or considered self-harm or suicide, and that is so confronting. This was back in April. We're now October, November, and things are challenging out there, and I think this piece is how do we help normalize not just normalize the mental health conversations but actually provide tangible pathways into it yeah and so if people are needing help or someone to talk to there's lifeline 13 11 14 or also the guys that this is a conversation starter so many people know trademark and i i love their helpline for a couple of reasons one because if you're worried about a friend you can actually call them and say oh can you actually give my friend a buzz and they will uh, or you can just give them a chat for a a, a free session and that is the boys actually when we sat down in 2021 came up with a jingle for their number because mm-hmm. jingles make everything easier it's like the guy from lube mobile <laughs> <laughs> it's oh four triple eight four six nine double eight but it's like a little bit more like oh four triple eight four six nine double eight call tx I think everyone's going to remember that now. Hold on. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, well, I might be pumping, helps. Up, pumping up your tyres a little bit. Um, Do you know the number now? O four double eight. You're shaking your head at me. Yeah, you got it wrong. Triple eight. Oh, O four triple eight four two five double eight. No. <laughs> that is so wrong. <laughs> is it really? Do it again one more time and I'll concentrate. Okay. It's O four triple eight four six nine double eight. <laughs> O four triple eight four six nine double eight. There we go. <laughs> they say that you have to see or hear something seven times before you actually remember it. So you would have to. I'll quiz you on it. Tell me things <laughs> seven times before it'll sink in, just for future notice. It would have been handy to know that in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Community survey. Like anything else that. Well, I guess like, I find that mental health component of it and probably coming from someone who was outside of humans of agriculture to now inside, like I saw that as quite unsurprising, like because we have as a platform have... Good correction. <laughs> ...have opened up this space where people are vulnerable and I, I we should count the number of times that people responded in that survey saying, oh, we liked the vulnerable stories or when people showed vulnerability and all of those things, like they were always... That was really prominent throughout and I think that that space is really special but it, um, like coming from someone who was outside and now within, like it, it's unsurprising. Like the journeys that people go on and the space that we've created has allowed them to share these real vulnerable moments. But I guess with that, okay, it's such a heavy topic and so like, do you feel... Mental health. Mm, do you mm. feel responsibility, like knowing that actually there are these tangible outcomes from humans of agriculture as a platform. How does that feel as, you know, going forward? Is that a responsibility? Good question. He's <laughs> um, thinking hard. Not a, like, I don't know if I'd say 
it no, it's not a responsibility like because it's just something we like care about. And mm-hmm. I think that is so much of like at the core of the conversations that we have and the things we talk about genuinely are things that matter to me. And yeah. it's things I'm trying to work out for myself or curious about or whatever. And I know on that mental health side, I've seen both sides. I've seen what it can do to families and friends when someone is suffering and then ultimately makes a decision to take their own life or whatever it might be and the impacts and the flow on of that. And I've also probably this year more than any other, like seen what it's like not to have depression or anxiety or anything like that, but to be that's self-doubt and questioning yourself. And so for me, where I've found it so beneficial this year has been to have that other person to talk to. Mm -hmm. And it was only through a mate and it was part of my news resolution this year. It was like, okay, a couple of priorities, but one or two of them being around well-being and I wanted to work on my physical well-being mm-hmm. and my mental. The physicals come from st- when I'm at home going to the gym more regularly, which has been amazing, and the mental was actually to go and start seeing a psychologist because I just wanted to see what was it like to have those initial conversations and I was shitting myself the first time. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> so, so confronting. Well, just such an unknown. And yeah. then it was kind of quite reassuring to walk out after a few sessions and go, like, okay, like I'm – I'm quite normal. <laughs> <laughs> Should we use the word normal? Like, what's well, like normal? in the sense of like, and, and I think that's a great point, normal in the sense of I've got things I'm trying to work through and will continue to work through and it's both in like a personal and a professional setting and normal is that I've got someone there that I can chat through with these things. So everyone has things they're trying to work out for themselves. I think that's what normal is mm-hmm. and being able to have that, being able to get out of your own head and have someone who you can verbalise, but then with beyond just a, for me, beyond just having chatting to friends about it means that someone can, there's accountability in it, but there's also like tools. So it's like, cool, you've got that. And a big one for me has been, what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst outcome of these things in, in both situations? And it's like, when you actually think through what's the worst that can happen in most situations, it's like, okay, cool. Now I've got a way that I can start to walk through. So yeah. Big question you, that you asked and it took me <laughs> – actually, well, and I wasn't expecting to talk about that, but I do think it's something which I, I'm very happy to share because I think, mm. like, I want my mates, I want my friends, I want the people I know to actually know how beneficial help can be and it doesn't have to be at a critical point. You can actually go at any time and those conversations are really beneficial. Oh, for sure. And thank you for sharing. And I'm – Probably share, like, I, I went too late, like when I was a little bit younger and it was in that sort of reactionary time. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes like the best time to, to go and seek, you know, that conversation can be when you're actually feeling really good mm. and then it's proactive and then you're on the front foot. And so just for those people that are maybe listening to this and going, oh, I feel, I feel great. Well, then, you know, it, what an awesome time to, you know, better yourself even, even further. And yeah, I'm really curious about that, like that mindset that, you know, looking for positives in the world and things like that and how that can actually come about. And interesting when you actually talk to someone, it's just those reminders. It's kind of like farm safety. You can go on, you think, yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. And it takes something to happen until you, you know, you do something about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think, well, you, you have to be proactive, but how do you get those reminders, those habits really set so that you you can keep on evolving and keep on improving? Mm. And I think like all we have to say there is that like, yeah, it's normal to have mm. questions and doubts and that, yeah, if anyone does want to chat to someone, 
a friend's a really good like starting block, but actually there's also professionals who are amazing in it and there's plenty of resources. We'll share it as part of this podcast. Yeah. Look at the show notes. <laughs> Let's take a slight tangent. Some of the conversations we've been having, and so I think we're covering lots of areas for, for the sake of <laughs> getting everyone up to speed of what's happening at Humans at AG. And some of the things I think we're probably working through, and it might even be stuff that we can jump into. It has been a really interesting year with partnerships and things. I'm actually quite glad it's coming to an end and <laughs> slowing down because it's been a lot and it's been amazing. And I think these conversations are the ones that we want to have more of. So also probably shouting out to people that if there's an area or an aspect of agriculture, which they'd love for us to cover, like hit us up with thinking and brainstorming and or we're always thinking of looking for ideas. But if people have ideas, please share them with us because what we really want to do is show what modern agriculture is all about mm. and what's involved from farm to fork and, and beyond and actually go and experience that. So I think let's see what's out there and any ideas of what people would want us to do. I've got a few ideas. I'm not going to share them here. Because, oh, God. No. Always full of ideas, guys. Yeah. I've got a couple <laughs> of very funny social media things I think we could do. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think you'd enjoy it maybe, but like – after but I think just yeah imagine you turning up to work one day and me being like all right Millie pack up your bags we're actually gonna take you to a new workplace today and you're gonna go do a job do the day there oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well challenge me yeah okay well you might have Let's to do it after this one Millie what is the joke of the day <laughs> okay this segment's come back because everyone just loved my jokes in the episode previous in the year <laughs> no okay Norman's still crying. <laughs> <laughs> Norman still hasn't got his ambulance. <laughs> okay. Some alligators grow up to 20 feet, but most only have four. <laughs> nah. That's so good. It's shocking. <laughs> Your turn. Oh, I don't know if I've used this one with you or not. I don't know. You can't know. I don't know until you, you tell me. Have you ever seen an elephant when you're playing hide and seek? <laughs> you have told me this one. But go on. No. Have you ever seen an elephant hiding in a tree when you're playing hide and seek? No. They're pretty good at it, aren't they? <laughs> it's not funny if you've heard it, but anyway. It's definitely not. I'm sure there's a few laughs. It's like my wonky one. The wonky no, one. Yeah, not, there's absolutely zero air time for that. <laughs> so <laughs> there was one other segment I wanted to bring in because I've never been so self-conscious since the second week that you started. And I, for my whole life, thought I was saying one word correctly. We're having a few tech issues, so we're going to come back and revisit this. But I would love to know, for people to hit us up on Instagram, what are some words that you literally just cannot say or that someone has decided to pick you up on that you say incorrectly? For me, it was croissant. No, you said it reasonably <laughs> that, was, that was better than what, how he generally says I just says asked it. for a flat white and a croissant. And I like melted. I thought, what the hell is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's croissant, which, you know, your surname's The Leave and you're the French one, so maybe I'm, you know, completely in the wrong here. I can't wait to play these voice memos I got when I put it out. Really? Is everyone day, saying? Oh, we got like five or six different ones and it is so funny. Really? So we'll settle this debate later. Oh, okay. I'm interested. <laughs> who's, who's right? Are you are your... I'm not telling you. We'll oh. settle it later. All right. I'm not good on the patient side of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, Mill, I reckon what what we'd love to do over the next few weeks is have a little bit of feedback 
who do people want us to chat to? What are some of the topics that people would want to hear from? What do they want us to chat about? And also, can we get some better jokes from Millie that actually involve some interaction, not just a one-way street of alligators and crocodiles? Because that was shocking. I thought that one was good. No, it would be like saying some snakes can grow up to eight feet, but most have none. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Oh, thank you. Um, that was my cousin Dan for sending that one through. There you go. You have to do a shout out to Got all the family out. members. Yeah, we will. We will shout out if you would like us to. If you send in, if a, you give a really good, if joke. you re- yeah, give a really good joke, we will do a shout out. <laughs> well, Mel, you can close the show. Okay. Well, I, oh, humans of agriculture radio is that what we decided? I think Molly. Molly. Uh, yeah, Molly. Molly was good. This is the first episode of Molly, but really keen to hear everyone's feedback. And Ollie, it was good to actually chat about some of those topics that we actually touch on a lot every day, but, and now we can do it in that more, I guess, formal aspect and yeah, say things that, like you said before, you didn't actually plan on saying and because it's, yeah, it's I think that's- a real conversation. Yeah. Real special, Ollie, really special. So, no, thank you. It's been good. I'm excited to sit down for another episode of Molly. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Next time. You have to come up with a theme song. Oh. That's your work between now and next time, Mill. Oh, calling it a theme song? No, okay. Absolutely not. That's copyright. <laughs> it's got to be original. What are you going to do? Sing? We're going to shut it down. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Well, that's it for another episode from us here at Humans of Agriculture. We hope you're enjoying these podcasts and, well, if you're not, let us know. Hit us up at hello at humansofagriculture.com. Get in touch with any guest recommendations, topics or things you'd like us to talk and get curious about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Rate, subscribe, review it. Any feedback is absolutely awesome and we really do welcome it. So look after yourselves, stay safe, stay sane. We'll see you next time. See ya.